Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Eagle Hour. We're on the road this afternoon. We're in Ellisville at the famous K-Rocks. And I want to thank Rocky for having us down here. We're right at the campus here of Jones College. I want to thank him for having us here. I want to thank him for feeding us. The guys are still knocking off a, a dessert here. What is that, Santa? I've got a green apple snow cone from Crazy Cones right next door. Crazy Cones so at let, K-Rocks. Let me get this right. You had fried dill pickles with a snow cone. That was Well, the fried dill pickles was the appetizer. Then I had the K-Wrap, which was the grilled chicken inside the wrap with lettuce and the perfect seasoning. Then I topped it off. With a nutritious green apple snow cone. And you ate some of my french fries, sir. Yes. And he had onion rings. Yes. And, and onion did, rings. And I did have some onion rings. And I, but you know, somebody has to sample all this stuff, Bob, <coughs> to make sure that it's, you know. What'd you get, Bob? I had the uh, I had the popcorn, shrimp, and french fries. And some of Kelly's uh, fried, uh, tom- fried pickles. I had wings that were battered in rock sauce and onion rings. And now I'm drink. This is Skelly's most favorite part of the uh, menu. Luke is having a butter beer, butter butter beer. It's from Harry Potter. Uh, snow cone. Wow. So, so Luke is drinking beer no, on the butter, show. <laughs> butter right. beer. That's illegal. Isn't it? Something that you're not allowed to do ever again, Santa. After no. something at Fuzzy's Tacos, but this is <laughs> this is butter beer. <laughs> yeah. Let's not revisit that day. What do you say? Hey, we're thrilled to be here, and, and Luke, this is a really legendary place at Jones College, is it not? Yeah, absolutely. K-Rocks has been around since 2001. Rocky Purvis like a second dad to me, and uh, over the years, he played football at Jones, and over the years, um, so much of connected here. You can see the school. He accepts Bobcat Bucks here from the students, and uh, you know, tonight on WLAU, when we do the Jones broadcast, we'll nickname, or we'll name the big cat of the game, you know, following the game, so... Uh, Rocky uh, grew up in this area and and loves uh, our area high schools and loves Jones College. Literally, if you had a good arm, you could throw a rock and hit the M.P. Bush Fine Arts Building on the campus. That's how close we are. Absolutely. And actually, the opener for the Bobcats, the home opener for the Bobcats is tonight. Yeah, we'll have Chris Robinson, athletic director from Jones on later in the show. Hall of Fame 
tonight. And, man, it's a big game, though. Colin's coming in. They're 2-0. They're 10th in the country. <clears throat> they beat East Mississippi, who beat Jones last week. Jones is 12th in the country. So a top 12 matchup tonight in Hillsville. And we're going to take a look at the rest of the junior college schedule a little bit later on. Mike Frazier is going to join us from JucoWeekly.com to set the table as to all the all the other junior college action going on across the state tonight. Great junior college football in the state of Mississippi. Uh, there's some Sunbelt ball tonight. There, there is. Rocky Purvis, proprietor, owner of Carey. He'll be joining us later on, but cooked up that good food for us. Real Come quick, on. how many pictures of you are in there? I, I saw two. There's two or three. And then, uh, but a lot of Southern Miss stuff, and uh, there's some autographs. Austin Davis and Ryan McKee and some of the guys that played in the league for Southern Miss. I did show you the Sammy Winder leap yes, that's in yes. there. Why are you wearing that rib protector, punning? <laughs> because uh, Rocky likes to crack jokes when I'm in his oh, store in oh, front of okay. people. Extra protection to go punt, huh? I, I mean, my playing weight was 240 pounds. Hey, guys, I'm almost back to my playing weight, by the way. But uh, So it wasn't a rib protector. It, it was, was not a rib protector. Well, let's just say oh. it was a natural rib protector. To, to quote Tyrone Nix, when I went back for my second plate of ribs at Rendezvous in the 03 Liberty Bowl, he said, Luke, baby, you just you just get whatever you want. You just do your job on, on game day and don't worry about it. So I still go. haven't forgiven you for not catching that uh Cal defensive back that blocked that extra point. We, by the way. we all, we if all you'd have caught him, we'd have won the game. Yeah, I think so. Well, Aaron Rodgers. Anyway, <laughs> he's still in therapy for that, Bob. Yeah, that's exactly right. All right, Sun Belt ball tonight, and I, I got to get a pick out of you guys. We should go ahead and tell our listeners. I'm leading, right? Uh, no, you no. Uh, were eight and four last week. Santa and I were ten and two for the year, Bob. You're eighteen and seven. Sanders twenty and five. I'm up one game, twenty one and four. But what? we got to do one today. What? We got to do one today, and then we'll get our other picks in tomorrow. Tonight on ESPN Sunbelt Primetime, Georgia State three and zero at Coastal, two and one. Coastal six point favorite. Wow, Georgia State's kind of been the big surprise so far this year in the Sunbelt, haven't they? They're really playing good football, but Coastal's at home. Um, I mean, Rhode Island, UConn, and Charlotte. Yeah, I know. Who Bob picked last week. That's the other one you missed. You picked Charlotte last uh, week. Uh, uh, I'm going this could be an upset, but I'm going to take, for the numbers, I'm going to take the Chanticleers. Yeah, I think Coastal Carolina's going to win this, yeah. Should I do it? I, it look, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me if the Panthers pull that upset. Yeah, it's, it's Georgia State, so yeah. I, I'll go I'll go Grayson McCall at home, though. I just think I have to. So Yeah, you got the one-point lead, so you can play defense. You and it's, it looks lead. like it's the only game tonight. So, fun belt uh, on, on a Thursday. Hmm. Um, I've, I've been out of town the last couple of days. Um, what, what's been your guys' thoughts for this week and then turning the page toward Arkansas State? Well, my, my thought, first of all, is we've got a fan base that needs to get realistic and calm themselves down. And I say a fan base, I think it's a relatively few members, but they're the vocal ones on, uh, <clears throat> on social media. And I, I will tell you this too, Luke. <clears throat> you were around Jeff Bauer. I, I don't guess he took a lot of criticism, but. I just find it kind of appalling some of the things people put on Facebook about Will Hall and players on the team and the offensive line and what have you. These are our kids. This is our football coach. They've played two top 20 teams, two really good football teams, and uh, I just think the overreaction is a little bit surprising. Sander? I think uh, when we were talking to Matt Stoltz yesterday, the radio voice of the Red Wolves, the, the teams, Arkansas State and Southern Miss, eerily comparable 
going into this game Saturday. In the, right. That they've both taken you know two losses to really good teams. Um, offenses have been questionable. And in fairness, Will Hall has said the offensive criticism that he has taken is fair. He sure. said, "I he said I take full responsibility for the offense, but but when you're comparing Tulane and, and Florida State to Arkansas State, with all due respect to the Red Wolves, it's apples and oranges. And when you're talking about winning a conference championship, that road begins this week. Now, as uh, Scott Watkins was saying the other day from the coast, now if Southern Miss goes into Jonesboro and lays, lays an egg Saturday, now we have a different discussion. Yeah, but but for right now." And to Bob's point, when you looked at that schedule when it was released at the beginning of the year, you'd have said one and two. Everybody would have no. said most yeah. people would have said one, one of and the two. things that that I look for is not, and this is just the way that sometimes former players think. Of course, you want to see success. Of course, you want to see uh, plays work. Of course, you want to see wins and all that. But you measure a football team sometimes by not what they're doing, but how close they are to doing it. And and that sounds kind of weird, but for instance, one of my one of my former one former teammate or, or a former player, we were texting over the weekend. Among among other things, this is exactly what he said: "We are so close to being good." And that is that is somebody that doesn't watch the ball. See, sometimes and and somebody out there will probably get on me for for you know being a homer or whatever. But part of the job of watching football games is watch what's happening around the ball. Watch what's happening away from the ball. And I know there's things away from the ball and not on the ball that need to be helped. You know, there's no hole to run through. I get that. But when when you see how a throw may be a fraction of a second late or, or uh, something could have been there, a guy turns inside when he should have turned outside, I do think this offense is, to your point, Bob, is far closer than a lot of people think it is. No, and, I don't think so. And that's not that. That's me. Not not. I love Will Hall, but that's not me being like a Hall defender on the show. That's me looking at the offense and saying, "Man, like there were some times the other day, a couple drives where we were popping, and you hit the you hit the fourth down play, you got momentum going in. You hit the field goal, you got you're up ten to seven at that. That was my thought. Was right. I'm frustrated that. Things didn't happen, but, man, they're close. I really think they're close. So let me raise this point. You give me your observation, Luke. Going back to the guys on the Internet, on and on and on about South Alabama. Why didn't we hire that coach? Why didn't we hire that coach? South Alabama two weeks ago got beat by 17 points by guess who? Yeah. Tulane. Right. Tulane. Yeah. I mean, but Stillwater is a huge win for Kane Womack. Absolutely. But. You go back to that hire, whatever. I mean, I was, I, I said at the time, Kane would have been a great hire. And I got really excited when we hired Will. It's the thing was, when they made that hire, what Jeremy wanted was somebody with head coaching experience. And guess what? You had an offensive coordinator um, of a team that just put 66 up on your program the year before, and he had won in the two places he'd been a head coach. And guess what? It's a no-brain hire. But you get people in the fan base that say, look what Kane Womack did in his first year at South Alabama. Look what G.J. Kinney is doing in his first year sure. at Texas State. But as we mentioned on the show yesterday. What did he inherit? The star- Exactly. The starting points on these different those, teams are all different. Those two roles could have been reversed. We could have hired Womack, and South Alabama could have hired Will Hall. I mean, it, it's the thing about it, it's, it's what it is. Quit living in the past. Quick question and stuff. You're where you are, and I, I do think they're a lot closer. And, again, you don't know where the starting points for these different teams were. We're at K-Rocks in Ellisville, the famous K-Rocks right here on the Jones College campus. We'll be back to talk a little 
Juco Ball next on the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Mississippi, right here at the, uh, wow, right here at the foot of Jones College, and we're glad to be here. I want to thank Mr. Rocky. Real quick, Luke, you've been eating here a long time, so what would be your top two choices here at K-Rocks? I've transitioned to the wings, but what he's famous for is uh, his chicken on a stick, and uh, they call it the kebab, and it's... It's really one of the only places around that you can get a true chicken on the stick. You, he, he will. He's. I still don't know this, and I'm part of the family. I don't know what the recipe is, but he, he has his own secret breading. puts chicken, onions, and pickle, and fries it, and it comes out. Man, I should have had you here when I was making. My yeah, that's that's what uh, that's what it's famous for. But mm. that the wings. We used to uh, crawfish po' boy, shrimp po' boy. You can get you a little mix of that. Uh, always has a, a breadstick or. Just yeah. get the chicken tenders. I had someone ask me last night if it's a coincidence that we do so many remote broadcasts at restaurants. I said, no. No, there's a reason for that. <laughs> you, get, you get nothing but the truth on this program. Well, tonight's another big night of junior college football action across the state. And who better to bring us up to date as to what's going on uh, in the okay. in the uh, junior college football schedule, the Mike Frazier, we're efforting him. He's yeah. uh, He will be joining us hopefully uh, shortly. As we mentioned, uh, Jones College is is at home uh, against, uh, you mentioned Colin, I think. Uh, yeah, so right? Colin comes in, man. They, uh, a couple weeks ago, week one, they kind of shocked the world about beating uh, about beating East Mississippi. And, you know, I was like, what is this? And then last week, man, East Mississippi just kind of ran over Jones. And so tonight, uh, a team, it's always hard to win in Wesson when you, when you play Colin. But they come tonight to uh, – to Ellisville, and I mean Jones has Kelly. You know how it is in JUCO ball. I mean, you lose two or three games, your season might be over, just because they only take two from the north and two from the south. And one of the things that has plagued Pearl River on the southern part of the, the viewing, uh, the viewing, the listening area of the Eagle Hour is the Pearl River offense has been non-existent. I mean, they just have not been able to generate any offense whatsoever. They head up to Senatobia in one of the longest trips of the on the schedule tonight as they head up to Northwest. Northwest got uh, got walloped by Gulf Coast, who is one of the one of the strongest teams. It probably is the strongest team. And that was, you know, it was pretty suspect the way they did that, too, as far as Bob, you know, they said they were going to cancel the game, and then Northwest goes back to uh, back, back north, and then they make them come back yeah, down. Yeah, that's terrible. Well, we've got Mike Frazier now with uh, JUCO Weekly. Mike, we appreciate the uh, you coming back on the show, of course, every week now, Mike's going to make regular appearances with us. And I want to start every week, Mike, by getting a personal update of the Holmes Bulldogs. How, how are they doing, Mike? Man, they're doing oh, just pretty good. you play there, Bobby. Second in the country in, in, in offense at 537 yards a game. So uh, they, wow. are, they, are, they are doing well right now. 
So you're saying they're playing much better since they erected that statue of me on the field. <laughs> That's right. Well, since they started calling you for, uh, since they started calling you to Advice. consult. Yeah, I'm, I'm available for consult. Mike, we're uh, we're here in Ellisville, and uh, it's a big one tonight. Colin, tenth uh, in the country, but I mean, it's a big night for Jones after they got walloped on the road. And Bobcats, we were just talking about, you know, you lose two games in this league, and. If you lose three, really, your season's done. And so is this one of the the main ones you have your eyes on tonight? Yeah, no doubt. The two big games uh, in Mississippi tonight are are Colin visiting Jones and then Holmes heading over to Scuba to take on uh, Buddy Stevens in East Mississippi. And you're right. I think, uh, you know, Jones, uh, one and one. Now, those were non-divisional games, so they're still in pretty good shape there, as are, you know, all the teams. Uh, But... You know, the focus on Jones right now is winning a conference championship. That That's what Steve Buckley focuses on. That's what their administration focuses on. And, and everything's right in front of them. Same can be said for Cole Lynn. Yeah, they're 2-0 coming in. Uh, boy, what two good quarterbacks will, will go at it uh, down there in Ellisville. You've got Devin Tott of Cole Lynn, and then, of course, D.J. Smith uh, for Jones. So uh, that will be a very entertaining football game and. Uh, look out, man. You know, I, I believe in Colin. I, I don't think this is a game where they get whacked. I think Colin uh, uh, right in there. I think this is anybody's game with 10 minutes to go. What's the other one you're looking at? Uh, Holmes at East Mississippi. Uh, that is a very good football game. Uh, Marcus Wood running the show up in Goodman, takes his team uh, back where he used to coach at East Mississippi. Uh, Buddy Stevens made a big statement with the win over Jones last week saying, hey, wait a minute, uh, it was just a blip on the radar, our loss to Colin in week one. And they just got better and better as that game went along last week. And, man, what an effort by Ty Keys, the Southern Miss transfer, threw for 342 yards, uh, five touchdowns uh, in the win um, last week. And the balance that East Mississippi has is, is really superb. Uh, they, they, they're too deep at quarterback. Obviously, they're strong up front. They've got great defensive players. Um, and and same, same could be said for Holmes now. Holmes has some balance as well. But no doubt, this is a big test for Holmes. They're going up against the big bad wolf in Mississippi. And we'll see what they can do uh, out there. We have them ranked 15th in the country in the JUCO Weekly Top 15. Uh, East Mississippi, uh, they were our preseason number one, but they are now number nine. And then we have Colin at five, Jones at 11 in the Juco Weekly Top 15 poll, which you can check out at JucoWeekly.com. Hey Mike, one of the one of the th- one of the scores that raised eyebrows last week was the way that Gulf Coast manhandled Northwest. Was that an aberration, or how how good is this Bulldog team down in Perk? Boy, they look unstoppable. Uh, this is a man. Jack Wright's got it going. Uh, he is. And that South Division is is cold-hearted, guys. That's a tough, tough South Division. And uh, look, I don't see anybody. Um, I, you know, I, I look out of that South Division. I think Mississippi Gulf Coast rolls all the way. You know, they have East Mississippi next week in a non-divisional game. But I, I think the showdown for that South spot likely will will come down again to what they do against Colin in uh, in mid-October. And then they finish November two at Jones. I think those are really the the three big games for Gulf Coast. I have them uh, on a national landscape arc. Those three games, 
Next week against East Mississippi, they play Colin mid-October, Jones November 2nd. Those are the big three games that will determine uh, if if uh, Mississippi Gulf Coast can get one of those uh, four playoff spots. Same goes for Jones and East Mississippi. But keep in mind, Jones and East Mississippi already have one loss. Be very difficult for a two-loss team to qualify uh, for the um, for the national uh, for the NJCAA national uh, tournament, which takes four teams. Now Mississippi gets a lot of respect, but it could be another scenario where these teams just knock each other out. So if you're Mississippi Gulf Coast, you're unblemished heading into week three, and you look to keep going, and, and, and those are the three big games for them this year. Mike, what other junior college programs in the country as, as a whole, statewide, do you think are, are equal or comparable to the high quality of junior college football here in Mississippi? Well, I think in Kansas, Hutchinson, uh, they're probably the – uh, the, the top uh, the, the top team out there. They're they're again they're three and zero this year. Uh, they've got a University of Illinois uh, transfer that's their quarterback. They're they're pretty deep defensively. I think Iowa Western uh, up in uh, Council Bluffs are, are, are very strong. Uh, they have uh, they are their 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 trademark is defense, uh, but they've got a good looking running back um, Brian Williams uh, who does both. Uh, I think in Texas right now, Kilgore, boy, they are loaded, guys. I, I think Kilgore right now is the best team in the country with what they have from their offense uh, to their defense. And uh, they've already proven it with some really tough contests that they've come out uh, pretty good on. You know, so I think right now in, in Texas, I'd say Kilgore and, and, and Tyler are probably the two in, in Kansas. Right now, I think Hutch is a standalone and Iowa Western is a standalone up in the ICCAC. And in Mississippi, I think it's the four teams here. I think you've got uh, in the North Division, Northwest and East Mississippi and Gulf Coast and Jones. Those are the four uh, that you have to go through. You know, you want to get a pay raise as a head coach, go out and beat one of those teams and then go into your president's office and say, hey, how about a raise? You'll probably get it. Mike, we appreciate your time, man. We'll uh, I'll be calling the uh, Jones Colin game tonight. We'll be watching that one as well as Holmes East Mississippi. Thanks for your time today. Hey, all the best, guys. Take care. So uh, it's gonna be a good one tonight. I mean, he's he's got what Colin at five in JUCO Weekly and Jones at eleven. Um, this is the first time Glenn Davis Kelly and and uh, has had a team ranked this high. I mean, in a, he got win a hundred uh, what two weeks ago against East Mississippi and. They're looking good right now. Wolfpack is. Yeah, the the Kilgore team in Texas, by the way, are the Rangers. Just thought you guys would want to know. Thank that. you for that, Kelly. <laughs> I'm sure there were listeners all over the state just this wondering, wanting to know. Pisgah, <laughs> the Pisgah Dragons. There you go. Yeah. A train is going by. As you can probably hear. Here's my question: Who are the Who are the people that paint all this stuff on all these cars? Where do they live? Uh, the Crips. And the blood. <laughs> Neither of which will be on the show when we come back. Great Kay artists. Great artists. Though. We'll be right back. Yeah.
You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the show. On the road this afternoon in Ellisville, right here at the foot of the Jones College campus at the famous K-Rocks. And I'd be remiss if we didn't thank Rocky for his hospitality. He's just been uh, unbelievably nice to us and fed us and brought us drinks and really just done everything we you know, could possibly have asked and a lot more. We really do appreciate that. Chris Robinson is the athletics director at Jones. You hadn't even sat down. They were bringing you a drink. Every day. <clears throat> every day. <laughs> she knew what to bring day. you, didn't she? She did. Every day I come by there and see them. Now, do, so, you, do you use your Bobcat bucks? No, no, no. I just come in here and, and, and you know. Because you're important. They just... Well, no, it's not that. I just come in and try to see Rocky all the time and then help out with the local you know, local businesses as much as we can. So. so we're right here at the edge of the campus. We could hit the building over here with a rock if we threw it well enough. And, it, you know, every time every time I come by Jones, I, I, I can't help but think about, Chris, the relationship between Jones and Southern Miss. Hey, some of... Some of the great, um, some of the great players, baseball, football, kind of talk a little bit about how far back that relationship goes, and uh, and and how that actually works. If you've got a kid that is a great baseball player or football player, how does that connection get started? Well, it always starts with coaches and relationships, and and that's what uh, you know. Us being twenty miles up the road on I fifty nine to to Southern Miss always is 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 a big benefit for us, and so. You know, when we talk to a lot of coaches, and, and I'm sure, you know, as a former softball coach, a lot of my conversation with, with some of the coaches down there has always been, hey, we're, we're 20 miles north. If you if you see a kid that, you know, you feel like can, can maybe not quite ready for your level but can help us, then send them up here, and then you can always keep an eye on them. And so that's one thing that's very convenient for, you know, for Southern Miss is that we are so close. And so... Uh, but the relationships, as long as I've been at Jones, I, I can remember having the relationships with Southern Miss, and so and the job that that all of them do from from the top, you know, and so in the top that Jeremy does up there, and and uh, all the way down to 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 you know the people that run the concession center at Southern Miss. I mean, it's 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 phenomenal, you know, what they do, and so mm-hmm. we just try to mirror it and uh, keep that relationship where it needs to be. And we we should mention you sliding into the AD role, former. Southern Miss Golden Eagle. Tori Dew now, the head coach at Jones College for softball. Yes, yes. So excited for Tori Dew and and, and the job that she's going to do do here. She uh, she just they just had their first fall game uh, up at Mississippi State, and uh, they will be going to Southern Miss here in a couple weeks and playing on I believe a Friday night. I'm uh, going to play Southern Miss in a doubleheader up down there. So looking forward to a successful campaign from the softball team. Uh, I'm going to put you on the spot. All I right. Think, I think it's fair to say that <clears throat> athletically. Jones College has has been one of the premier schools in the state. I don't think anyone could reasonably argue with that, Kelly. Uh, what's? Yeah, we're just glad he didn't wear his Pearl River shirt today. Just glad he didn't. What has been the secret sauce? You know, I think every. I would say the secret sauce is going to start at the top with our president, Dr. Jesse Smith, and you know the uh, he he instilled a leadership program uh, probably in the last seven eight years that we do with our with our student athletes. And, and he, he likes for it to be uh, the best leadership program next to the military, and he'll tell you that all the time. And so it starts with him and his vision. Uh, 
our coaches are bought in. You know, that's one of the things that uh, that, that he insists. You know, he, he, you know, he wants us bought in. He said, I'm going to provide you what you need, and he expects results. And, and you want to work for a guy like that that's passionate and, and, and wants to win. And so he, you know, and so it's going to start with him. It's going to trickle down to our coaches. But, man, I tell you, we've been really blessed to have some of the best student athletes in the state of Mississippi and around the southeast and the world come Right here into Jones County, and so we've been very successful there. And man, when they when they get when they get bought in and they start doing what they do, then you know it's uh, it, it turns out to be a fantastic place. I mean, last year we ended up winning five of the ten conference championships in all the sports rebounds. That's, That's 50, what I'm 50%, saying. Yeah. So uh, it's a testament to Dr. Smith and, and and his vision, and trickles all the way down to our coaches and our players. You hear that, Kelly? <laughs> we, we did want to make sure that Clarence Weatherspoon isn't dunking on too many of these. No, but I tell you, I, I walked into practice the other day, and he it was he could still play. There's no doubt about it. He could. You know what's sad though is probably 50 percent of the students, and I'm and this is not just Jones students. This would be any student that age. <clears throat> I know what you're going to say. Has no, no idea. idea who Clarence Weatherspoon is. 13 years in the league. You know, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. You know it's funny because we you know. Coach Mueller, you know, obviously played at Southern Miss right. well with with Coach Witherspoon. You know, he he would when he introduces Coach Spoon to some of those kids, the recruits, and some of the players are kind of like who. And then they show the film, you know, of him, and you know, in the All Star games and a dunk contest. You're like, oh, that guy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know, you, you know, same guard with Jordan and yeah. Barkley. You, and just, right you just pointed out 13 years. I got to believe that what 10 percent of the NBA players. Make it in the league yeah, that long, absolutely, maybe ten percent, and uh, just an outstanding career. All right, tonight, big game, Colin, but it's a big night, Hall of Fame night. It is. It's man, we we, we not you and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago up at Itawamba that we couldn't really say a whole lot about our inductees, but we felt like it was just a phenomenal class, and, and we really think that. And tonight, Hall of Fame game versus Colin, opening up the South Division play, which is always extremely important. But we're going to welcome six inductees into the Hall of Fame, and they very all over the sport wide and uh, at Jones. And so, you know, if I can just kind of mention their yeah. names just a little bit. Tatiana Lofton, who was uh, Missy Builderback's one of her first signees here. And, boy, look what that program turned into. Yeah. You know, now she's at ULM. And so but she's also an assistant at ULM. Tot is Cecilia Lone, who was one of my, my, my players uh, back in 13 and 14. Uh, helped us to our first ever national runner-up appearance. You know, uh, and so she's coming back. Uh, Joby Moss, who was a cheerleader here. Uh, back in the 2000s, that was did a great job. And uh, Trent Jambrone, who was Christian Ostrander's signee uh, here. And of course, Coach Ostrander will be back tonight to induct uh, Trent into the Hall of Fame. Ronnie Adams, who played here back in the mid 90s uh, with with Joel Kane, our EVP of Student Affairs. And then, you know, one that probably not not a lot of people know about, Josh Hurd, who's actually uh, the director of athletics at University of Louisville. So he was a Jones uh, Jones graduate, wow. played soccer. Uh, here and ran tracks. So don't uh, worry, I won't boo him tonight. No, he can't with, do that. <laughs> and, and on behalf of all Southern Miss baseball fans, can I thank you personally for Christian Ostrander? Well, sometimes I wish we still had. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wes Dickman is doing a great job, but just you know, Christian and the job that he Special. did here. Well, I tell you this, he he really. We had a good, we had a decent program here, but Ostrander took it over and, and he took it to the next level, and and so, uh, but we're we're forever grateful yeah. for Christian Ostrander. You'll agree, he's a special. Oh, ain't no uh, doubt. You know, Coach Oz always has. He always talks about the edge, and that's uh, and and that's what he instilled and, here. And I mean, now Lad Rhodes is back too. Yep. You know, and that 
we're we're happy to have him back. A lot and, of Jones people, that, you know, and so, and it's vice versa. I mean, I was, I was a Southern Miss graduate. CC, uh, or not C, I'm sorry, Tory Dew, uh, Steve Buckley, had been at Southern Miss for a while, so uh, Latrell Pollard. Keep, keep saying Jones and Southern if Miss. You notice how strangely you know. quiet he's got. <laughs> this guy's never quiet, Look, but he can't say nothing. I'll say this, Kelly. I graduated from Pearl River, okay? So, Look, I mean, and, and, and you guys understand, I I have no problem with Jones. I like the Bobcats. I, I mean, it's, it's a great school. That's not what you school. were saying on the way up here. Bob, that was between us and <laughs> In the scoop, coop. You're not supposed to repeat any well, of that. I'll no, say this: I, I pull for Chris, Pearl you know River. I know. I yeah. pull for Pearl River, except when they play Jones. How about that? Right. that and that's, and that's right. we cancel each other out because I'm the same way. You've been, you've been uh, fired from Jones College now, Chris, for for saying that. I actually fired myself. You know, <laughs> when I was the AD and the ch- we changed softball coaches. So. It's good for the whole area when both the schools do well. That's right, and no yeah. doubt, 100. percent so. Yeah, we want to thank you too for the great relationship Super Talk has with jones very very important to us uh you guys sponsor our high school scoreboard every friday night uh, you just do a lot of stuff with us recruiting advertising etc we're, we're grateful to you well, we that. thank you guys for the coverage that y'all give us and and just the publicity that jones college gets out of super talk and we couldn't we couldn't yeah. be with a better group of people chris proud how to much, do your ball games how, how much money would we have to raise to get luke into the hall of fame to buy his way in i, I didn't go to jones <laughs> he can't huh? he can't go well, that, that, that's, that's a whole anything. other story okay because we got to talk to jeremy at southern miss how about yeah, that well uh, Parker Dyke sat in my living room. Coach Dyke sat yeah. in my living room and told me the 93 reasons I needed to come to Jones College, <laughs> rather than walk on at Southern Miss. I could have I, I could have played here baseball and football, yeah. and I decided to, to walk on at Southern. Was Miss. Was there but, something unique about 93 reasons? Was I, I mean, he just sat in a chair and okay. You know, taught, I mean, he was, you know, he great, great, Love phenomenal legend of yeah. a coach. Yeah. But it was you know that was the. You, you don't regret anything, but you just kind of wonder: Had you gone to yeah. junior college for for two years, and that's so? So now the fact that I get to call games and be back around, I feel like I'm I'm doing something now that I may have you know missed out. Yeah, it's a, a great. Bit. I think it's a great avenue for kids, whether you're athletes or not. I think two years of junior college is a very logical step to take, Chris, out of high school. I, I agree. I mean, and, and just the the chance for kids to. Make their circle a little bigger, you know. Get comfortable in uncomfortable situations, and you can do that on a smaller level, and then proceed on to the next to the four year school. See, Rob. Last thing, um, there will be a Bobcat missing tonight. Uh, he always was in Doctor Smith's box waiting on us, and we'd go in there and get chicken tenders or some boiled peanut. Mister Charles Smith passed away yesterday, and he was a he was a great Bobcat, great dude. Man, I tell you, he was at every sport. He loved 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 Bobcat athletics. I mean, you look up, and Mister Charles was always there, and so. Uh, he's gonna be he's gonna be dearly missed, and so it'll be a little different tonight. Not ninety come years old, he would walk the home side and and go up top and cheer for the Bobcats from the all top. thirty two rows. Chris, thank you, my man. Thank you, sir. Appreciate we you. Really appreciate you a lot, Chris Robinson, everybody, athletics director at Jones College. And when we come back, we're gonna get the proprietor of K Rocks here. You know him pretty well, don't you? Oh yeah. You walk in the building, they know what to bring you. That's pretty impressive. I know his food really well. Yeah. We'll be back. Eagle Hour continues from K Rocks right on the campus of Jones College. Stay with us.
Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Eagle Hour on the road today in Ellisville, Mississippi. The uh, pregame festivities will begin here in just a little bit. Colin comes in tonight to take on Jones College, but we are set up at K-Rocks in Ellisville. Happy to have K-Rock himself, Rocky Purpose, owner of K-Rocks, joining us. First off, um, Bob did not get a kebab, and mm, uh, I was telling him about kebabs. So that, that's the pride mm. here, Rocky, is that that's, that's kind of your thing, and it's been your thing for quite some time. I mean, we got a commercial about it, Bob. I, I mean, know, I wasn't thinking. I mean, uh, Will does an on-field interview with chicken on the stick. I mean, chicken, pickle, mm-hmm. onions. He will. He'll come back. Chicken <laughs> so so where, did, where did that idea start? With? It actually, my wife is a retired Jones County teacher here, and, um, and, and Jones alumni, by the way, but um, as she taught, you know, lunch breaks would happen, and they could leave campus and get them something to eat. And just up off the interstate, there was a, a, a convenience store, I guess you'd say, that sold chicken on a stick. And at the time, I had the Popeyes here in Laurel, and she complained about they would run out of chicken on a stick. And she said, you ought to do something about that. I said, okay, I'll start looking around. And Ellisville is where I wanted to be. This building was a beauty shop, and um, a guy had food with it for a barbecue place for just a few months, decided to move back north. I think he was from Detroit or so. But anyway, so I talked to him about buying it, had the people that could get behind me. We started experimenting with it, and bam. 20, years, like, 20 years ago. 20, 20, 22 years <clears throat> later, we our number one seller is still the chicken on the stick, what we call a kebab, Where were Bob. You? Where were you, Luke? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I already knew what I was going to get. You could have texted me ahead of time. Well, I will tell you this. I had your fried dill pickles as there good you. as you can get. Man, those oh, are, those, that's a southern delicacy there. Thank you. Yeah. It's, once again, it's another one that just someone um, asked me to do them for them, and we tried it. Um, same thing with the onion rings that we promote a good bit through you, your show. Um, the state school workers are just down the street from us, and the lady said, hey, why don't you double batter your onion rings? And I'm like, because eh, we single batter them. And she left, and I tried double batter them, and I double batter them. But Jones College means so much to you. you got a great Literally. partnership with the school um, and, and all that. But, you know, this this place right here means a lot to Ellisville because it's, it's your hometown. Right, right. I went to school here. I actually, you know, I, I've talked about it on the, on the air before, but – um, Dr. Jesse Smith and I literally talked about me opening this building 23 years ago in McCray's in Hattiesburg and probably after a Southern Miss ball game. But um, anyway, and I told him what I was wanting to do. Could it? Would I have a problem using the school colors and stuff? And he said, absolutely not. And I said, I'm going to promote Jones. We're going to have the cat combo, which is tenders. We spell it with a K instead of a C. Um, and then, of course, the kebab and, and so forth. So. Um, we hire several of the employees. I've had baseball players from over there. Jonathan Robertson, he played baseball, came through there. Um, Ricky, uh, John the blank Ricky on him. Brazil, Brazil yeah. he played over there. Um, we've got several band members now that that work for me. Can't work tonight for the because of the game. I noticed all your so, kids in there working too are wearing Jones clothes. That's right. We do Jones on Thursday, and several of those are going on to Jones. They're already in Jones, but those couple of kids there are South Jones students. So another thing about K Rocks, and and of course Kelly and uh, Bob saw a familiar face. You got all these signatures and frames and everything. Mitchell Williams on the wall. Mitchell here. Williams. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. How many he, pictures um, of Luke are in there? 
Half a dozen, probably. Why is he wearing that rib protector when he was punting? <laughs> well, I actually it, thought it was one. I actually thought it was a rib protector because he was such a high-quality player. He had needed protected. <laughs> yeah, sure. Protection is what he needed. Right. You so, know, I so, mean. so, Santa, we're at South Florida, and, of course, I'm 17, and we were out there just tossing, and one of their fans You were went, 240 pounds at 17 years old? <laughs> no. Oh, I was oh, number oh. 17. Oh, okay. All right. And one of, these, uh, one of these South Florida guys goes, hey, 17, you're too fat to be a quarterback. <laughs> well, look. You, you, you may not remember this, but we, you guys were playing Nebraska and um, home game there at, at the Rock, and you punted, and you shanked it really bad. I did. And I was at the game, and, and man, everybody was just getting mad, and people were like, oh, man. They, still, they, they used to do it, yeah. too, Bobby. So, anyway, so, so Luke, you know, he takes his helmet off, and he walks. He knows where I'm sitting, and he just walks, and he looks at me and, and, and like a father and son moment, and he just grabs his neck, and, like, I choked. You went on to get <laughs> – can't, you got player of the week. Yeah, I got player of the, that player. game for being the special teams because you went on to have a huge average. And what that you'll night. say is somebody in the stands was ripping me right behind him, and Rocky's wife Karen turned around and said, "Quit talking about my son." son that's way. right. <laughs> MVP Rocky that's of the right. Liberty Bowl right here. Offensive MVP so of the we, we have Bowl. the uh, a Pearl River fan is sitting beside you and, and yeah. Kelly Sander. Any, any words you have for him? No, they can never beat me. I mean, the two years I was at Jones, they didn't beat us. I mean, they're just uh, down the road guys, you know. Sticks and stones may break my bones. <laughs> but actually, the only tie, one of the only ties Sam Cooley has on his record is a 30-30 tie with Pearl River. Absolutely. At the, in between the bricks. And one of the greatest hitters of all time at Southern Miss was Fred Cooley. That's right. Who is Sim's son. Sim's son, Fred. That's yeah. right. Well, let and, me assure you, Rocky, his allegiance to Pearl River did not hinder his appetite that's when right. you brought the food well, out here. I hear this show pretty much every day, and I know you guys like to eat, and I wanted to, to <laughs> give Kelly a chance so when he talks about food that I get a little whisper in there, you know. Well, he took full advantage of it, let me tell you. Hey, good food? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's right. And listen, you're wonderful, man. Thank we you. really appreciate you, you being so kind to us. You're welcome, here. Bob, and I thank you guys very much. Pleasure to be at K-Rocks at uh, Jones County in Ellisville in the Right on Highway 11. It doesn't get any better. Cross the tracks. All right. Back in the studio tomorrow, unfortunately. Until then, Southern Miss. To to the the top. top. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.